I hear you, Miss Nakema. I see you and I found you. This is Kendi from Launch. So you do your thing, girl. Yo, 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 what's up? Welcome to episode four of the Afro Saying Podcast. I'm your host, Queen Mika. I'm Boy Too Nice. I'm Red Sensei. And I'm just a random guy who showed up. What's up, y'all? My name is Quellwell. What's going on? <laughs> so uh jazz could not be with us today because she had some things to take care of so we uh joining us we have the co-founder of afro science quill was happening damn man you got that uh you got that big daddy kane uh vibe going on right now and i'm i'm fucking <laughs> with it i am here for that so make sure you guys are subscribed to us on uh, YouTube. That is youtube.com slash Afro Saiyan podcast. Make sure you guys are listening to us on the uh, everywhere you listen to podcasts. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all that shit. All of it. <laughs> all right. We are going to start today off with our anime word of the week from Rich Sensei. Welcome to episode four. The anime word of the week is Na Tenkoka. That means, what the fuck? Thank you for joining me for the anime word of the week. I'm so educated. I fuck with it. I try. It's a Purdue education. Hey. Oh my goodness. They got, they got a hentai. They got a hentai class. <laughs> Probably do. Waifu 101. Hey. Literally. Um, well, Quill, we have it scheduled where you're going to be like, basically introduce yourself, talk about your podcast, and simply discuss being the co-creator of the Afro Saiyan Facebook group. Well, um, many, many uh, moons ago, uh, myself and uh, Queen Mika over here decided that we were going to have a space for us, by us, um, for y'all who don't know, that's, that's FUBU, uh, for us, by us, for the um, anime, for all things Black nerd, all things Black comic, manga, uh, and even for the for the nasty ones, the hentai too, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we, we just wanted to have a space uh, for us because we don't really get those spaces. And we're, we're pretty marginalized. Oh, can't forget our cosplay. Uh, can't forget that either. Um, we, we just wanted to have somewhere safe, somewhere where we could be us and not give a fuck about anything else. And a few years back, we finally did it. Um, we've been talking about this since, what, 2009-ish. And um, unfortunately, um, small setback uh, with the original group, but that's okay. You know what? We're here now and we're, we're killing it. We're, we're on the bounce back. We have a wonderful cast where we're just meeting people, um, expanding our outreach um, over many, many states and countries, countries, because uh, we are re rep well represented around the world in the Afro saying, um, get your Afro saying gear. Yeah, get that Afro saying gear. Um, I guess right, right now, uh, I'm on loan from my current podcast, uh, Three Guys with Common Sense, uh, where a culture and uh, sports um, and music group um, podcast, I should say, myself, uh, Mike Money, and uh, Derek Slang, we call him Avatar Slang. Uh, we got our own little thing going on. You can catch us on all streaming platforms. Um, and then shout out to our sponsor, tonsofpotential.com, and also... Uh, color cast where we call NBA games uh, from time to time. We'll be on there again very soon. Uh, shout out to color cast. But anyways, this is not that forum. This is the Afro saying forum. This is the Afro saying podcast. And like I said, I'm glad to be here. Um, Co-founder vibes. I, I am the um, 
as as Shannon would say, she only answers to one big daddy. Big daddy is I. Facts. Remember that. <laughs> well, so we here. Okay. Thanks for that, Quill. All right. So our one of our topics of the week is what was your favorite arc in Dragon Ball Z? And why? Ooh. Who's starting? I'm starting. Let's do it. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Cell Saga. Cell Saga is my favorite art. Um, Cell, Cell, no, no, let's get get this. Cell is not the best anime villain. He's my favorite, but he's not the best um, as far as Dragon Ball. Um, I just like Cell's arrogance. His arrogance, the way he just... He just did whatever the fuck he wanted to do. He just walking around town to town, sucking people up. No, no pause on that. Um, doesn't didn't matter. Um, no, no, no pause. He just taking his little and just you know. But then, I mean, come on, come on now. How about badass is it where you could just sit, well, stand in an arena for a week, just waiting on everybody to show up, just for them to catch your fade. Yeah, he posted like, up for the smoke. Yep, he was ready. He was ready. Like, like, let's do it. Hey, can let's none of y'all it. niggas beat me? So I'm gonna sit right here and wait for somebody who can beat me. Because none of y'all niggas can. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. That's why I love the Cell Saga. Um, some of the best fights. Some of the best fight scenes. Um, I obviously love the way it ends. The teamwork there. You know, we were so used to seeing just uh, Goku take care of everything and. Uh, this is where the franchise was trying to take a different direction. Too bad the fans fucked it up um, and, and had to have Goku back uh, later on down the line. But hey, such as such. Um, but yeah, Cell is, Cell is my favorite. It might not be the best storytelling, but it has all my favorite moments. Um, the the tease of, of Gohan going Super Saiyan 2 in the chamber. Um, Gohan's first Super Saiyan transformation, the meetup with um, the meetup with Cell, uh, where he entered transmission into the uh, arena. Also, uh, when Goku and uh, Gohan come out of the cell as Saiyans, um, and Tr- I mean, Trunks and Vegeta are dumbfounded, trying to figure out what are the, what's the reason why. Like, there's so many, like, loaded moments in that, in that arc. Um, I just kind of, like, you know, it, it's just, it just resonates. So that's me. So um, I'm gonna say the the Android Saga because that's when that's when uh, Future Trunks was introduced, and the way he the way he uh, took out Frieza in like a, a second was badass. I think um, I like I like seeing Goku go down to a heart disease. I thought that was pretty funny, um, and like it kind of just get it lets you get uh, to know the other characters more because Goku was out so. You had to see the other characters step up. So I think um for me, I would say the Android saga. Yeah, I was gonna say the cell saga, but but Quill then they went ahead and, and did that for me. So I mean I did, I like the cell saga because I seen the growth of Gohan, you know what I'm saying? I went for all that all that work they put in Gohan when he was younger, you know what I'm saying? He become a teenager and become something. Despite what you guys think about the future Gohan, can we talk about that right now? All right. This this is my take. You hear me? Hey, I'm so, with it. I'm with it. Come on, not bro. These Let's niggas. Bring it. Let's bring <laughs> it. These niggas right here. Hey, hey, Sham, put your face. <laughs> but um, yeah, because um, as I was saying, while I was really interrupted by her her placard, um, yeah, like Teen Gohan's. Uh, then... Go ahead, Sham. Go ahead, Queen. You sure? I ain't saying anything else. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Gohan's the goat to you guys. Okay, um, I'm gonna move past that. My Luffy favorite is. arc of all time, I think, in Dragon Ball Z franchise period, is um, the Frieza saga. Um, I think it was an amazing saga um, coming right out of the Saiyan saga or the Saiyan arc. Um, I think I can still remember, and it's really nostalgic for me. I can still remember like watching that American or um, the American intro. And just waiting for, and they, they teased it so much. I don't know if you guys grew up on it on Toonami, but it was always teasing about this like Super Saiyan and just waiting, for, just waiting to see that iconic um, transformation from Goku, I think was amazing. I also think it was a turning point for like um, Vegeta in that moment. I think like 
people probably went from hating him to really, really like fucking with him. But also like, I think that's where we get most of our hand-to-hand combat in Dragon Ball Z. Some of it was there. I mean, we kind of lose it and we get some light shows, especially even in the Cell Saga, we get some light shows. But also like, if you grew up on the version I grew up in, it was like very tragic. And I could just remember and being shocked probably traumatized for a little bit, but still wanting to watch Dragon Ball Z, like watching Frieza take his horn and pierce Krillin with it. Or who do you, and then blow up Krillin into little my, tiny pieces. Or even like when he shot uh, Vegeta goes through the, the heart. <laughs> he shot Vegeta through the heart and you get to see all the blood and the gore and I'm, I'm dark. So like that was the best arc for me. Just my opinion. And Freeze is the best villain that they've had. Come on, Pop Goes the Weasel might be one of the top, one of my top ten anime one-liners of in, just period. That's funny. <laughs> As Krillin, d- <laughs> again, does again, again. So, yeah, it was really great. That's my opinion. All right. What do we have next? Okay, we got our new pick of the week. So our anime recommendation for like new anime watchers. Um, all right. So my new pick of the week. So if you're new to anime, I'd, something I would recommend. I would say check out Chivalry of a Failed Knight. Um, so this anime is about um about students who are who are in magic school and to get good ratings in this rankings in this magic school. You have to be both good with the sword and both good, and also good with magic. So um, the main character has no ability to you to use magic at all. So he's ranked low, but um, his thing is he's really good with the sword. Like he can beat almost everybody. Um, so he's trying to fight his way up the rankings. But um, he come from a prestigious family, and they kind of don't fuck with him because he doesn't have any magic abilities. So throughout this whole journey, they're trying to sabotage him and things like that. So um, it's just about, you know, his story. So I think it was really, really dope. Um, so I would definitely recommend that. Okay. What's it called again? Chivalry of a Failed Knight. I'm going to check it out. So the one I chose is getting ready to come out for a second season. I've been waiting so long for this. Um, it's, it's, it's full of like, you know, etchy comedy and stuff like that and then people i mean people are down with that but as a noob if you're going to get into anime this is very light etchy um the pick is how not to summon a demon lord you seen that one yeah anyways it's the isekai uh and how all isekai stars is a shut-in gamer who goes to another world in the game he was playing he's actually summoned by who these people who, what's their name uh, elf and a mage or something like that um, something like that yeah and they, they summoned him and with the intent of imprisoning him. But they fucked up and they got Diablo, the demon lord. And um, moving forward, I'm saying, nobody believes he's a demon lord, but he's fucking overpowered. He has his real life stats from the game, living there. Um, I don't get too much away because season two is coming out. And it's only like 12 episodes. It's a very short anime. So I recommend you guys go ahead and watch, watch it. Um, yeah, that, that's it. I'm not going to get too much into it. Fucking noobs. <laughs> wow. Way, way to be inclusive, jerk. Hey. <laughs> I do my um, best. I'm a team player. My pick this week is Death Note. Um, I've done a lot of research because I think I'm like, my taste in anime is very, very different. It's very dark and gory, and that may and chase a lot of. That's not true. <laughs> oh, carry on. My bad. I said that loud. <sighs> no, <laughs> <laughs> okay rich anyway um so death note would probably definitely be like something that i recommend for people to watch it's been on netflix for a number of years it's a mystery anime um it's a thriller suspense like definitely watch it um you know what i say about netflix animes it comes in different languages the subtitles are in different languages so everybody can watch um, i'm not going to give too much away just go ahead and check it out on netflix Cool, and I, I have a um, a short and sweet one. Uh, I think it's about twenty eight episodes. I'm gonna go with uh, a blast from our childhood past, and maybe for some of the younger folks looking to get into it, 
uh, Zoids Zero Century. Zoids Zero Century, Bit, Brad, Lena, and the bunch. Um, if you like machines that are like animals, um, go for it. The Liger Zero, uh, such a cool uh, concept, Ultimate X, along with uh, something called the Berserk Fury and just seeing how that progresses. Um, I think some sometimes shorter animes can be good just so, um, you know, the noobs can, can get accustomed before they start diving into these million and one filler episodes from some of these uh, much, much longer animes. I won't, I won't say any names. That's you shouldn't, because should. they know filler in one piece. Yeah, okay. It's my Sailor Moon. What? <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Huh? What? He yeah. said he was looking at you. I, I know you're talking about One Piece because One Piece only got like nine nine fillers out of a thousand episodes. That's hardly 10%. Hardly. But you know, but you know who got 50% filler? Go for it. Naruto. Tell us. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Just a reminder Naruto was one of my overrated animes, but you know, whatever. I don't Just. think it's overrated, but I. It's too much fucking filler. Yeah, it's check out it. check out Zoids, um, check out Zoids uh, Zero Century. Um, it's it's definitely cool. You know, real quick, just very small tangent. You know what doesn't have any filler, which I wish it did. The new Digimon, the new Digimon is just too much for me. That shit is intense. That is fuck them kids. You want one hundred percent of the time. I need a little bit of filler because my mm. heart can't take it anymore. It's too nah. much of fuck them kids. I like it. I like that energy because this shit. The 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 early one was childish. You know what I mean? Like oh, power of you know friends and all the other bullshit. Nah, now they get into the shit. This is what it should have been so back then. I can't handle so it. Really, really my, my heart. It, it is different, and they really be like, fuck them kids every 10 minutes in that episode. They'll, Whatever they'll, they can do. They'll make you like a Digimon, and they just die. Like, <laughs> like niggas dead. Gone. Gone. It's I, heavy. I've seen the first couple episodes. I need to plug back in. Nah, I was but consistent. it's a weekly watch. By it Tori. is. I like it because, like, every ep- you know how before, when, you, when we was, I don't know if y'all watched it when we was kids, but, like, it'd be, like, every 10 episodes, then another evolution. They got a new one like every episode, so it's like more. Damn! All right, so nah, I like I like the pace. I like it. Speaking about FTK, I want to use this opportunity to shout out a student of mine. Who, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm oh. gonna shout out Kendi. Thank you, Kendi, for listening to um, episode three podcast, or was it episode two? Thank you for listening to the podcast and giving us a shout out on Anchor. Shout out, Candy. Shout out, Thank Candy. Thank you, Candy. Appreciate Thank you. Thank you. We love you. Maybe. Keep, keep watching. And tell your friends to watch, too. Make your friends watch. Bully them. They're going to probably be upset about my hot takes with Naruto and some other animes they like. So. But can they beat you? Be right. No, they can't. So that's good. Yeah, that's all that matters. <laughs> all right. Sham gets... Never mind. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Rich. Uh, what you got to say? Get it ain't nothing constructive. I'm, I'm going to just go. So the next segment of the podcast is... Sleeper picks. Sleeper picks. Yes. My sleeper, my sleeper pick is the same pick as my new pick, only because my anime is like a few years old. So... Nigga cheating. Facts. Wow. <laughs> wow, big cheating. Can you remind us again what was your newbie pick and your sleeper pick? Chivalry of a Failed Night. Okay. Okay. So my sleeper pick is, again, not everybody's cup of tea. It's a slice of life rom-com anime. I'm saying I don't. I know a lot of people don't like this type of anime, but. Once you open that door to explore, you know what I'm saying, you start to develop some tastes for other things. Um, it's called Horimiya. It's on Funimation. The synopsis says, on the surface of the thought of Kyoko Hori and Izumi Miyamura, Miyamura, getting along would be the last thing in people's minds. After all, Hori has a perfect combination of beauty and brains, while Miyamura, Mura, I'm not Japanese, so forgive me. You just said to do main character. Appears me. Okay. Well, no, no, anyway, actually, no, this, Dad, pronounce the name. What was it again? 
dude, the main character, dude. Let's call him Izumi. Izumi, his first name. Anyways, he's a he's a he was an outcast. Not many people liked him because he was quiet. Um, but now he's in high school. You know what I'm saying? And he had the opportunity to to kick it with with um, what's her name? Hori. 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 Anyways, and um, she he has saved her little brother, and she didn't know who he was. Brought him to the house, nothing like that. And then she's talking to him like, "Oh, what's your name?" And he said, "Miyamura." He was like, "What?" Because anyways, he's like, like he put his hair up. He was he like, "No, we in the, we in the same class." Yeah, like he got tattoos and shit, and that's not you know even like in in Japanese culture having tattoos is like not as common as it is here. But also very uncommon for high school kids to have. They had, in the beginning they were in the second years. They were what sophomores. But um, it seems to be a love story unraveling. The shut-in kid, who's fucking, is a it's called a bad guy on the on the on the outside outside of school, and a smart, pretty, star of the class girl in high school. Seems to be a, a a relationship brewing, and of course, there's there's haters in every direction. So, I recommend it. It's 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 good. It's caught my my uh, my eye. I think that's cheating because it's only like four episodes. How is it a sleeper? It's only four episodes. Because anybody looking for this shit, it ha- it's it. not even finished yet. Of course, it's not finished. I'm putting you on now. I'm putting you in the game right now, coach. <laughs> four episodes. Four great episodes. Fuck. No, it's f- I fuck with it. I binge them just in one night. I'm like, oh, this is good. Real good. It's fantastic. What's your what's your sleeper pick, Queen? Uh, my sleeper pick this week is Castlevania. Um, if you like vampires, um, you love the story of Dracula, I definitely recommend. Please do not watch it uh, dub. Please watch it sub. Um, just do it. Um, each season is about four episodes long, so it is bite-sized and doable. Um, it's a really great take on Dracula. So if you like vampires, ghouls, witches, all those type of things, definitely check out Castlevania. The one on Netflix? Yes, sir. I recommend The Misfit of Demon King Academy. Um, short and sweet. I think it's like, what, 13 episodes, 13 or 14? Um, I think the, the dub should be finished now. Um, I watched it in sub. I thought it was fantastic. Um, you just get to follow the reincarnation of uh, the Demon King in, the, in this academy that's breeding uh, the next Demon King, even though he's the real Demon King. So you get to carry on with all of those exploits, which is actually kind of hilarious. Um, if you want to see somebody completely overpowered compared to the rest of uh, the cast, but in a completely hilarious and funny way, I suggest the Misfit of Demon King Academy. And he's pretty noble too. So uh, check that out. Oh, That's you thought that mean the heart would kill me? Ha ha ha. You thought you thought killing me would make me die? Like what? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's not how it works. <laughs> I just thought you know. I thought I could just kill you. You know, typically stabbing the heart. Die. No, no, nah, nigga, no. This my I'm the protagonist here. Huh. You had to kill me twice to make me die. Like, well, well. <laughs> well I'm gonna kill you twice. Oh, oh, you thought I was gonna kill me twice? No, actually, my heart was over here. It's somewhere nine miles away, off on the shore, <laughs> and I can only die at noon on Wednesdays. <laughs> during a during a full moon <laughs> there is no full moon at noon dipshit <laughs> that's a good one though i like that Definitely that's watch that one i think the season two is coming out in fall yeah, they just are we getting a season two we're getting a yeah. season two for that yeah yeah i'm here for it i'm here for that that'll be good Onios Voldegard. All right. What we got next is the saddest anime moments. Mm. Uh, let me go first. So I chose I chose Jiraiya's death in Naruto. Um that one fucked me up because I was I, I I was current with Naruto, so I was watching it weekly at the time. And all you seen was, you know, him going out to going out to battle and 
him getting jumped by a whole bunch of niggas and then them doing him dirty. But like you always have that hope, like he's going to survive. Somebody's going to save him or he's going to get away or do some type of summoning teleportation jutsu or something like that. Now they did him dirty. So that one, that one fucked me up. And then them going to like, like them panning to Naruto and they just like, it's like he already knew that it happened. He just felt that it happened. So he was just sad. So yeah, that, that, um, that whole, those, those whole couple episodes fucked me up a little bit. I was sad. Pervy, Pervy Sensei. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Moment of silence. All right. <laughs> All right. So my um saddest pick of the of the week. Um it comes from One Piece, of course. Yeah. Can't see much. Am I like overexposed and shit? Yeah, you're anyway. I'm over here glistening like a fucking a fucking fresh glazed honey ham this motherfucker. But uh ten lights on you. So you do got, I got two. Oh no, that nigga's ignorant, bro. Now he don't got ten lights. Yeah, six last time. Every every podcast you cut more lights off. (laughs) Turn my my room lights off. This electric bill a little too high. (laughs) These LEDs, man, they ain't even that bad. They save money. But um, but yeah, um, mine's from One Piece. Um, this is the arc that I fell in love with the story. And the characters, like the build up here was 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 done perfect. Um, it's when Luffy had finally decided to help Nami because the whole time Nami's been like, "Get away, get off my island. This is an internal problem. It got nothing to do with you." Yada yada yada. Um, and like, she's hitting the fan. Um, she's. She's like at her wit's end. She's she's got like a tattoo, and she's marked as a slave basically. And she's like taking a knife, just stabbing herself, screaming, yelling, crying. And um, then Luffy comes up to her, and she asks him, because she remember she was like all adamant about not him not him getting involved and everything like that. And like, oh, can you help me? And Luffy was like, he didn't say nothing. He took his hat off, put it on her head, and the flashback was um. Don't touch my hat. This is my treasure. And that moment realization, like she finally accepted being part of the crew. And he went to beat Arlong's ass. That was very sad. That was very emotional for me. That definitely a, a choke you up moment. That, that hit you in the feels. Hit me right in the fucking feels. Mm. I'm trying not to crack up right now, talk about it. Just you know, just a person who's starting one piece and thought that I couldn't like it. Um, there's a lot of moments like that that gets you to choke up and I know you said you didn't want to watch it a quill but never maybe just a little bit who am I becoming I'm over here recommending one piece who this is was, we knew this would happen <laughs> one this of is, us is, one of us one of us welcome to the dark side <laughs> this is what happens when you're leading a, a misfit cohort of of Sands. Sands. <laughs> it started off as I'm, I'll give y'all 10 episodes and I'll give y'all my review. And then she I'm not like, gonna like it. I'll give you 10 episodes. It's all right. Once you get past the characters and the way they look, and I don't know the animations and them ugly ass characters, that's big facts. Yeah, but it gets better. This is 20 years old. Yeah, I know. All right. So, my saddest anime moment would have to be and there's there's like several but i'm i'm gonna just go with um i might say two um so one was um it would have to be the frieza saga when when he actually kills vegeta um like i said it was very very graphic so if you watch the version that i watched on tsunami or no it was adult swim it was super graphic um and we got to learn a little bit more about one of my favorite characters who was vegeta um, you get to know a little bit about like him being enslaved, the things that he had to encounter while under Frieza, the fact that Frieza even lied and blackmailed him and said, I'll kill your father if you don't kill for me. And like getting to understand the deeper person that Vegeta is, because um, Toriyama, Toriyama may hate Vegeta, but that's the only time he's done 
the only character development he's done extremely well was Vegeta. Um, and I remember crying and not watching Dragon Ball Z for about good two weeks when he died. So that would probably be one of my saddest anime moments. And then for one of my like shorter animes um, would be erased when, oh, can't tell you guys this because I don't know if you guys watched it or not. Well, the main character loses someone in the first episode and it really shocked me. Oh, and it boy. was really, it was really graphic, and it was really. really I spoiled it already. What? Uh, I spoiled it on, on on podcast already. Talk about it. No, I didn't. I didn't. I brought up you as something for a noob to watch. You said that was a sad anime moment for you. No, I'm saying like we talked about it before about his, um, you know, dying. Oh, I didn't. I didn't go into details either. I didn't say who, what, who died. You did. I well, did. I was trying to. I was okay. trying to recall it. Forget it. I already spoiled it for you guys. When his mother is killed by the murderer, the way she was killed, how she was killed in his crib, he comes home and he finds her dead. That shit hit my heart. So, damn. Yeah. That's my sad pick. Can I go with an off the wall one? Yes, of course. By all means. Not so common. The death of Master Asia G Gundam. Gets me every time when they go through the the east is burning red, and and you you, you hear the uh, the very slow music. At the, finally, Domon Kashu is going through the whole series, and finally overcomes Master Asia and his tyranny. Just to find out that Master Asia um, never took part in uh, the evil. I won't spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it. Never really t- fully took part in the evil and was doing it on his own volition just was dumb as hell in making his decisions and just to see him die like after realizing that and not being able to atone and see the earth reborn um in the way it could be is just kind of fucked up especially uh after like the the super climactic fight and watching their souls cry through their fists as martial artists it's just nothing more poetic and just sad because you can hear his fist crying, and and they make they make note of that uh, throughout the fight um, until Domon you know overtakes him, and that's the end of that. It's definitely sad. It's not like a tragic killing, maybe, but it, it's a sad moment because they they've been they've been building this relationship, even though it was good evil but still master and student. They did a good job of building at that and to see that come to an end to progress the story definitely hits you in the feels a little bit. Have you all seen Gene Gado? Uh I don't think I finished it. I watched it a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. I never rewatched it. Cartoon Network. I, I, it's, it's another one of those uh, cool animes when we were kids. Another, I think when that one's maybe less than 50, uh, definitely check it out. Um, that's that's a nice intro for Gundam for um, people who want to get into it. And it has, <coughs> excuse me, it has two of the the more um, popular Gundams in it: the God Gundam, which is the Burning Gundam, and the uh, Devil Gundam, which is the Dark Gundam. Two of the stronger Gundams you'll see in the whole franchise. So, I mean, I have a unpopular opinion, but I'm not <coughs> the biggest fan of Mecha anime. I might have to agree with you on that one. I, I am too. I'm not either, but um, I definitely powered through like um, Code Geass. That's Code Geass, mecha anime. Yeah. Um, is that Frank. considered a mecha anime though? Because it's not like it is. The whole premise—they're fighting in uh, what war machines, warbot, whatever they're called. Okay. Um, are you going into your hot take? I mean, <laughs> this can be a transition. Yeah, I mean, you might as well because you you giving hot us. Take. Hot I don't shit. like. I don't like mecha anime oh boy why not i don't know it's just something about the whole power ranger vibe to me like i just don't i can never really get into it that much like i've seen a lot of i've seen zoids growing up i've seen gundam like part of gundam growing up but like whenever there's like a new mecha anime introduced like i just it doesn't doesn't grab me like i just like eh, i don't want to see no more so, so if, if you're gonna do it you'll do the classics but not the new but I won't rewatch it though. I'm not rewatching none of those ever again, probably. Except for Code Geass, but 
Um, because Cole Giyot's overall storyline was just phenomenal. But yeah. it's coming back too. It is. They are. I just want to say before we even move into the other hot takes that that hot take, Malcolm, was hot shit. Um, mecha animes are super dope. They're super great ones. Um, I think Rich is full of shit. He actually has like a <laughs> character of a mecha tattooed on his arm. You can go ahead and show it off. But it's like a, it's no, my clothes. Cold gas. Titties. Um, Gundam Wing. Um, I'm just thinking about so many great mechas. I'll know a zero. Mecca is my shit, so I I have to like. Respect. I did watch Aldino Zero. That was did pretty good. I, it was pretty good. Yeah, it's really good. There's like some super dope Mecca animes. Um, Gun Sword, which I'll talk more about next week, is a really oh, good one. It's on Hulu. It came out back in like 2009. Know. Definitely check it out. Oh no, I look too. What's, what's going on with your with your lights, Rich? What's going on? I turned it off. Y'all nigga, y'all nigga complaining and shit. So. Yeah, but I was like 30 minutes ago. Yo, hmm. yeah. we accepted. I've been it. looking at it. <laughs> I've been looking at it. Oh my God. mighty light skin! You ain't like it. Wow. Yeah. Rick, you yeah. had a hot take this week too, right? Um, did I? Everything I say is a hot take. That's a fact because you're a fucking hater. Wow. This is also true. I'm not. I'm not even gonna rebuttal that. Okay. I'm but, actually um, surprised that you and the quill didn't come on with the. Cussing me out about my Gohan take, but that's cool. Oh, well, no, Gohan is a saint, first what? and foremost. He is a saint, and there will be no slander on, on Gohan. It's too late. Check, catch it on episode three. No slander. I Gohan is a saint. Go, Gohan is a saint. Shut up. Gohan is a saint. <laughs> I just want to say, like you, a, a lot of y'all, fan, y'all Gohan, Gohan fans, right? Gohans. I don't know what's going on with me, y'all Gohan fans. <laughs> you guys are stuck in nostalgia, but you cannot say somebody deserves something because they only yeah. have the potential. You gotta work for your shit. But whatever, we we not gonna talk about Gohan no more. You need some lotion, Rich. What's going on here? Wow. It's called overexposure, baby. It's oh, maybe they, maybe it's not the light. You need the lotion this whole time. Yo, <laughs> I'm Gohan was great in <laughs> Tournament of Power. Gohan was great in Tournament of Power. Thank you very much. He was he was okay. Um, I think in top, Don't he, I, I feel like Master Roshi and um, Master Roshi definitely outshine Gohan in um, the Tournament of Power. But okay, but you know. Master Roshi deserved something compelling other than. Um, having nosebleeds at titties, like his whole life, he 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 deserves something compelling. I guess. I mean, Gohan. Like I said, I said it the last episode. Gohan had godlike powers before everyone, right? In was I impressed with his performance in Top? Sure as the fuck not. Malcolm, were you? Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Who got a hot take? Don't say. My hot take is I think all of um Queen's hot takes are ass. So are yours. You so are you yours. Go. So are yours. So I'm gonna go ahead with my hot take since y'all are I don't know. Oh, you got more? I didn't have a hot take. I was just responding to y'all. Because okay. I can like we can't have a conversation. It's 738. We good. Okay. Queen hot take. Talk that shit. Right. Goblin Slayer. What about it? Hold on. Give me a second. <coughs> Goblin Slayer is hot shit. Um, I'm going to tell you why. Um, besides the animation, which is I'm really surprised that about the people who actually do like it. These same people who like Goblin Slayer talk mad shit about Demon Slayer. But Goblin Slayer, what is it really about? I feel like it's it's all murder, no dialogue. <sighs> okay, plot. Really great animation. But this is like a really shitty anime in terms of like, where would you put it on anime? And I just think like people hype up Goblin Slayer only because they want to see titties, rape, because y'all sick, and fights. I mean, I like Goblin Slayer. 
I'm not going to defend the reason for the, the rape and the titties, but overall I like it because you have somebody who was like his whole life was, he's dealing with trauma, you know, his whole life was taken away by these goblins. They fucked his whole life up. They fucked his, they, they killed his family, his sister, everybody important to him. So he's dealing with trauma so much so that he becomes an Avenger to the point where he wants to like kill every fucking goblin and everybody that, um, and only goblins. So anybody that has to deal with these goblins because they're overlooked. People look at them like they're weak, but he's like, no, when they get together, they stronger than most of these monsters that you guys keep talking are like difficult to fight. So for him to like, for him to, you know, re recognize that like these guys, these guys move in packs and they're strong in packs. So they need to be like handled the way they do. I appreciate that. I respect that because he's saving people that other people would overlook. So I like it. It's pushing the boundaries of a harem, um, a harem anime as well. He is the main character. All the women likes him. He's not even talking to these women, and they're just like f tripping and falling all all in love with him. That shit has me roll my eyes every time, every time. Yeah, and he doesn't like a man that's silent, strong but silent type. Mm -hmm. I may agree with this. I won't. I won't. I won't be upset about that one. I think women are silent. You the one that was on? Don't clean that up. Don't clean that up, Malcolm. Y'all get to see what I gotta deal with, but um don't clean that one out. Wow. Like Who said that? What? Motherfucker. All right. Are there any other hot takes? Quill, you got a hot take or not? Nothing. Nothing, nothing compared to y'all bullshit. Yo. <laughs> All right, um, which we can just segue into our One Piece update. So I did not hit my goal of 100. I got up to 35, episode 35. Um, my friend who I put onto One Piece who is watching it with me is like in episode 50. Um, shout outs to him. Oh, oh, wait, I'm sorry. I, I just, I'm, I, I'm, I hate to interrupt. But something hit me. I do have one. Mm -hmm. A hot take. Maybe not super hot take-ish, but yo. What the fuck is going on with Go from Pokemon Journeys? Oh. This nigga didn't call his second legendary. He's not nigga. even a fucking trainer. He's a real nigga. That's what he is. He is a real nigga. <laughs> he got a fucking sweet goon. He he tired of ash bullshitting. Like, yo, you know, you come you come across all these Pokemon and you only trying to catch six? Nah, this, give me all of them. This nigga caught this nigga. What they, they came fake. I'm just gonna spoil it. They came face to face. His whole thing is to try to catch Mew. They came face to face with Mewtwo on the island. He told this nigga to his face, I'm gonna catch you. And Ash looked at him like, nigga, nigga, you know who. You know, you, Yo, that, you do know who that is. That, that's that, Mewtwo. That, that's Mewtwo, nigga. That's Mewtwo, dog. <laughs> that, that's I don't give a fuck. And he was, and Mewtwo was like, you know, I'm strong, right? <laughs> <laughs> As he proceeds to wipe their asses out with an uninvolved Pokemon. <laughs> so, uh, so, so go, um, so go is just like, <sighs> so. I think he deserves it though. I think this is super cool. There are some people who um, hate the fact that he's doing what he's doing. Um, my hot take is fuck it. Just let him do it. We've never seen Ash catch legendaries. This this is Gold second. He already called Eternatus. They had to seal that away. So he got a fucking Suicune. His team is starting to get kind of nice there. Hey, the hell with it. Just just let just let him rock. Just let him rock. Um I think it's cool what they're doing with Pokemon um, journeys. Um, and my hot take is just let go be go. He caught, he caught sweet coon with no struggle. He just threw the ball at him. Regular Pokeball. Regular, po regular <laughs> Pokeball. Yep. Re regular Pokeball. It took us forever. But he did get his ass beat. Sweet coon was getting fucked up. Yeah, literally. So um, I, th I like it because it's relatable now. Like anytime somebody plays the Pokemon game, they want to catch every Pokemon. So that's what everybody wants to do when they play the game. So to see it happening on um, in the anime, I think that's dope. 
All right. So, um, yeah, like I was saying, my friend, he has surpassed me with watching One Piece. Um, I'm glad he's enjoying it because um, he was definitely like, I'm not watching that. There's too many episodes kind of thing. So we've moved past the animation. But I want to say like Sanji's story is by far one of my favorite stories um, so far. Um, I really love the fact that the, the chef loses his leg and gives all his food um, in his background story to save a bratty kid because Sanji was definitely a bratty kid, but I could tell he was a sweetheart. Um, and I think that made me tear up. So far, that's the only scene in One Piece that made me kind of tear up was like um, Sanji's backstory. Damn. Um, so far, yep. If that made you tear up, you got no hope. <laughs> you about to be balling when this shit get real. I, I like cry about everything. Like I cry at happy scenes, sad scenes, everything. So, you know, whatever. We'll see how that goes. Um, I think I got introduced to Gein, who was a part of Don Creed's crew, like his commanding chief. And I think Gein shows like a perfect way of like what a pirate heart really is like he is ruthless but also like he has a, a code of standards i really fuck with Gein. um he survived being poisoned i don't know if he comes back in the anime but i fuck with Gein. um Gein. don creed was very very annoying um and i was tired of him and i felt like um uh, mihawk should have whooped his ass and killed him but he didn't so i guess whatever um I don't know if I said this last week, but I really do like the fact that Sanji only fights with his legs. I think he's a dope cook. Um, uh, he's moving into one of my favorite characters. I don't know if he's going to be Zoro, but he's definitely up there. Um, hes I know you guys call him a simp a lot because of, he loves beautiful women, but he's super emotionally intelligent. So I'm in the arc where, you know... Um, we're at Nami's island and Nami's trying to play it all tough. She's telling them, oh, I used you guys for money. I just wanted to steal your loot, X, Y, Z. And um, he he doesn't even know Nami. He only met her like for 30 seconds and he cooked for her and served her food. And he was the one that put Zoro and Luffy and everybody else on them. Like, mm, she's faking it. He like knew at that moment that she was faking it. So I really fuck with it. I really love Mihawk so far. The way he just, he barely used his sword and whipped fucking Zoro's ass. That shit was dope. And, and that's all I got for you guys right now. So I'll let you guys know how far I get next week. So, so far, are you still enjoying it? I do like it. I think the characters are very likable. Even, like, the characters you don't like. Where's, his, where's Rich at? But, yeah, I like I like the characters. I love the development. Um, I know that Oda, I know that he looked up to Dragon Ball, but I think he's able to write so much better than Toriyama in that way because way he better. knows how to develop. Mm -hmm. Already he's a, already developing um, his characters in the first 30 episodes, their background stories, tugs at your heart. There's like the funny stuff. It's the humor stuff. And I, I think this is really great writing so far. So I'm enjoying it. That's why they call Oda the God. He's like, he takes very, he takes very, he's very precise. The fact that he's a, a thousand episodes in and he can remember shit from like the first few episodes and use it as a reference in the later episodes. That shit is fucking incredible. Not like Toriyama who forgets that they have tails and that that's just the end of it. So, yeah. And Toriyama's on is, drugs. Maybe every, I'm not going to think it's repetitive of is the same rinse and repeat, add new character here, add new villain, and it's just like, it's just, I don't know, it's just aggravating at this point. He's also not the main writer anymore. That's some, no, they have, they have a team. There's like three of them. They, and all, I, they all trashed in. That's what I'm thinking. I think there's something wrong with the team. Maybe they forget about little hints, but again, if you guys hate Z, hate Super, hate GT, I definitely recommend Dragon Ball, period. Um, you guys want good story writing and adventure and character development, then watch Dragon Ball instead of Z, Super, and GT. I don't hate Super. I hate GT, but for Super, I like it for the action. I'm not going to Super for, you know, like amazing storyline. I like the nostalgia, and I like the action and the fight scenes, and that's, that's pretty much all I can expect when I'm Watching Dragon Ball at this point, like just give me some fight scenes, give me some some dope moments, some good animations and shit like that. Because yeah, if, if you're not going to you're not going to Dragon Ball for story. um yeah, you're not going there for that. <laughs> you're not going there for that. Have any of you guys okay. been watching the manga? 
I mean, reading the manga, not watching. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm hundred percent up to date. Hundred percent. Um, it's interesting to see see the hints they're dropping. They've opened up years worth of power ups. Um, so we'll we'll, we'll see we'll see how it goes. I, I I thought they took it as far as they could take it. Um, in the in the um the last arc, um, that's Moro for for you all who haven't been keeping up. Um, I don't know how they can take it any further than. So where they're going now. I don't read the manga, but what power up comes after God? Like Super Saiyan God uh -oh. 2? Um, so no. So apparently Ultra Instinct um is just the base uh is just the base one of the very basic base abilities of the angels. That's not a god ability, that is uh, an angel ability. Okay. Um, and he handed towards Vegeta, um, saying, Hey, if you want to check out some godly powers, you know, you can just watch me while I practice. Um, so basically he's like, if you don't want to worry about all that tender hearted, uh, calm of heart stuff that Weiss is talking about, you know, you can just follow me. So I think it'll be, I think it's, you're going to see a lot more segmented training. You'll see um, Vegeta follow uh, Beerus. Um, and I think you'll see Goku follow Whis. Um, and and I, I, I actually like that separation. Uh, I think that'll be interesting to just to see um, because apparently we don't know what God powers that Beerus can bestow on Vegeta, maybe the Hakai, obviously, that destruction power. But there's there, there's so much more. They they left it very open ended and <clears throat> but it's, it's still question. the same thing though, because at the end of the day, Wiss said he was he was stronger than Beerus. So Beerus training Vegeta and then Wish training Goku is still the same thing as Goku being stronger than Vegeta. So it's like still the same cat and mouse. What it could be more of a recognizing of what your role is to be a stronger team. Um, just because one person is stronger in a certain way doesn't mean like the other person isn't valuable, but like understanding more of your role, I think is important. I think, we, do you think Vegeta that. understands that role? I think, I think that's what is he's starting to come to that now. I saw the panel. I think that's why he wanted to separate from Whis. Whis originally started training Vegeta, right? Yeah. Now he's moving away from having Whis be his sensei and taking on training from the strongest god of destruction, correct? Yeah, because Beerus is the strongest. strongest. Um, he was presented with a question when he was first being trained by Whis, whether or not he wanted to be a god of destruction. Now, they've never actually showed us what Vegeta had answered with that, right? Um so I think the story can be interesting. I'm personally tired of Dragon Ball, period. But now we're talking about years of power-ups to come. I'm just hoping that they switch the, the way the story is going. I, I hope they like build on Universe 6 and some of those other universes um, that we were introduced to. And the ones that we weren't introduced to, we saw in the crowd. Like I, I just don't believe in introducing them without really doing something about it. But who knows? They interview they introduce Oob and we've we haven't got nothing about Oob. That'd be great. That'd um, be real good. I don't know if I really want that, but I, I do want the story. If they're gonna continue the story, I would like the story to be well developed and going to a different direction than just Goku. I yeah, I mean that's what I want to see. I I, I want to, I do want to see progression. Um, I want to see Oob. I want to see Oob in in a major, major way. I wonder who's gonna train Oob. That's my thing. Yamcha. <laughs> He's gonna be trained by Gohan. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, uh, Gohan hasn't been training. I was I was joking. It was a big joke. Gohan has been training. He's been training the whole time. Mm -hmm. That's why he showed up for Broly. You feel me?
Yep. Okay. <laughs> um, so Rich actually has an emergency with the kids. So um, he said that he'll talk to you about the Gamers Corner, Malcolm. He's going to record something to send to us. Um, so we are going to go into your wrestling take, Quill. Um, and then we can close out. Real quick, I have something for the gamers. Okay. I'm sick of this cyberpunk bullshit, man. This game is too good. It's too good. To have to deal with the crashing and the bugs and all the bullshit. The story was too good. I beat the game the other day. Uh, God knows how because um, as many times as I've gotten physically stuck, my character just like sticks somewhere in between somewhere. Um, it's, it's dumb as hell, but it's just more of a rant. Um, they need to fix it. it. This game has so much potential and it is it just they just really blew it because the game becomes increasingly unplayable as you progress through it and it's really frustrating. I understand why they took it off. The fixes are coming out. Um but they they have to do something. They have to do something about it because it's the, the game was just too, too much potential for it to be blown the way it was. Um they rushed it. Essentially, I don't know if you all know, but um it works better on the next gens, so the fives um, and the Series X, but it completely blows dick on the PlayStation 4 and, um, and the old Xbox. It, it's terrible. It's so, it's so bad. It blows complete dick. So it, it's just one of those things like um, if y'all have it on those systems, just wait until they fix it. Wait until they update it. Um, uh, there's a second update coming in February. They had a ma major one in January. Um, just stay tuned. Hopefully um, it does fix some of the issues because the game is actually really good. I don't want to spoil it, but it, it's pretty good. Just just to be sure, this is the game <coughs> everybody was like having their dick sling out and their breasts out if they was a woman. This is that game? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was I was fucking hookers, like actually fucking hookers. You can see me fucking hookers. Oh like, yeah, like doggy style, froggy style, head, however you want it. Well, whatever you want it. So they whatever put a lot of it. attention into stuff like that and it fucked up everything else. Oh, oh, you can have oh, and your penis size, you can have a small, medium, or large, and you can have uh, um circumcised or uncircumcised. You can do all that detail, but can't get the goddamn game right. And not to not to mention them them large sizes it ain't really that large. Um, but you know I can say that. <laughs> I don't know if the guys want to say it. <laughs> Fair enough. And then um, the re I know we were talking about the wrestling take, and it's actually on right now. Royal Rumble. Shout out to uh, WWE Royal Rumble. Um, the females are up right now. Um, and my favorite wrestler going right now, actually, um, she's Bianca Belair. She is an extremely great athlete. Um, she has a, a chronicle out on WWE Network. Check that out. Uh, talking about mental um, issues, mental health. Um, she suffered from bulimia and other things while she was in college um, at University of Tennessee. Um Definitely give that a look-see. She's a rising star, uh, a real megastar, and it's very rare to see Vince McMahon shoot a Black athlete to the moon like she's shooting Bianca Belair to the moon. So um, that's really my big thing. She's one of the favorites for the females, Royal Rumble um, winners, and I hope she does win because she is amazing. And then imagine an all-Black we're at WrestleMania main event, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair. Hell of a match. I but need that. Is that going to be history if it's all black? Have we ever, have they ever, ever done that? I don't think there's ever been an all black main event of that magnitude. Like S Sasha is already a mega star, but Bianca Belair, she's ready. She's right. She's right. Strap a jetpack on her and shoot her to the damn moon. She <laughs> is ready. She, she's self-packaged. She just has to be herself, has the personality. Um, she's great ring technician. She got it all. 
She got it all. She's about to get eliminated. She keeps dicking around, but hey. <laughs> I support right. anybody black. Fact. Yeah, everybody black. Any and everybody. Mm-hmm. Shoot her to the moon. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for your take. Uh, we are going to wrap it up. I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in to episode four of the Afro Saiyan podcast. I'm your host, Queen Nika. Please follow me at Love is for Suckers, Afro Saiyan Wear. Um, find us on the Facebook group, um, Afro Saiyan, and just, just find us everywhere. We're everywhere. Clubhouse as well. Facts. And I am Boy Too Nice. Um, Rich had to step away, but I, you can follow him at the Blurred Corner as well. Um, make sure you guys are, uh, please subscribe to the channel, YouTube dot com slash afro saying podcast and everywhere else afro saying podcast all right um my name is quill will um i am co-founder with queen mika over here yeah that's my girl mm-hmm. um i'm representing for the three guys with common sense podcast with my co-host uh mike money avatar slang you can find us on all streaming platforms um three guys pod um we're everywhere we're we're everywhere color cast we're calling games um come holla at us um on my social media twitter quill will q-u-i-l w-i-l-l on instagram and twitter holla at us right peace